can see today, we're celebrating the baptism of Jesus, actually, as we know it from the scriptures of old. We also remember our own baptisms, perhaps. We think of those who are still to come. Baptism is a sacrament of the past, the present, and the future. Just as Jesus is of the past, the present, and the future. Many of us, actually most of us, probably were baptized as infants, just as we saw this morning. Or just as we see up there, that's my grandson I baptized. Some of you will remember a few months ago. Um, <clears throat> some of us maybe were baptized in diff different denominations. I was baptized a Presbyterian. Anybody else baptized somewhere else than Anglican? Yeah, a lot of us. Jesus was baptized as an adult. He was baptized by John, his forerunner. John the Baptist, as we name him. The prophet who came before Jesus to prepare the way for him. John, we know, baptized with water, just as we do here in the church. He baptized people who were willing to repent of their sins and start a new and cleansed life with God. He was preparing their hearts for Jesus. In some way, that is what our baptisms are about. We are repenting and turning our hearts and lives around to receive Jesus and the Holy Spirit. As parents presenting their children for baptism, it's a bit different. The infants need do nothing. It is the parents, when they come forward, to renounce their past and anything that could affect the spiritual development of their children. As they present their children, that's my youngest daughter, who was baptized in the other church, it is their hearts as well as the children that are being prepared. Theirs, the parents, is to be good instructors of the faith, to bring the infants to be ready within their life journey to receive the Holy Spirit. In our Anglican faith, this is offered at confirmation when the bishop lays hands on them when they grow up enough to make their own decision to publicly declare their faith. With adult baptism, it's a bit different. They are really repenting from their previous life one without commitment to Christ. As they are baptized, it symbolizes the, by their entering of the water, into the water, like they did in the Jordan, and washing away their sins. With this action, they are ready and open to receive Christ and the Holy Spirit into their hearts and lives. So, why does Jesus go to John? the man who said he was not worthy to untie his sandals and expect John to baptize him. That's something we could all question. Could it be that Jesus does it to be an example for others? It could be a way of a public acknowledgement of Jesus entering into his ministry. Or it could be that Jesus, in obedience to God, his father, was baptized so that God could bless him and fill him with the Holy Spirit in order that he was fully ready 
has God sent him out into his ministry with his blessing. This scene that we've just read about is the first time in the New Testament and one of the few times when we hear of the three persons of God acknowledged together. It is one of the great Trinitarian passages. Jesus, in his humanity, enters the river as others did. The Holy Spirit, in the form of a dove, comes upon him and fills him with the Holy Spirit. And God speaks his blessing upon him. It is God, the three in one, as we see in Genesis, as God created the world by his word through the Holy Spirit. How appropriate then that at the very start of God's new recreation, there would be the same view of the whole Godhead, the triune God. This moment of glory was then, and it still is today. At baptism, we not only acknowledge God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as we baptize, as our faith, but we also know that these people are touched with water. They are in the holy presence, as we all are, of our almighty God, our Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. This is the most significant part of our faith. In the Acts reading, Paul instructs those who are baptized by John with water to take it further, that they had changed their lives but still needed to receive the Holy Spirit. Paul is reiterating all that Jesus taught. I remember on one Alpha course, as I used to lead the Alpha course at St. Christopher's for several years, on one weekend when we go away to introduce the Holy Spirit, as was the usual format, we watched the video about the Holy Spirit and then broke into our small groups to discuss and pray. One young man in my group asked us to hurry up because he was eager. By the time we got into the room and all gathered around, I looked at him and laughed gently. You don't need prayer, I said. You are so filled with the Holy Spirit. All we had to do for him was give thanks. And to this day, I still get goosebumps. Another weekend, there was a young man who had come to Alpha seeking something new. When we came to this part, he asked to be baptized before receiving the Holy Spirit. Luckily, there was a swimming pool at the place we were at. So in we went and he publicly renounced all his past life, entered the water, and came up cleansed, renewed, and filled with the Holy Spirit as I baptized him. John's baptism, infant baptism, is the beginning of the person's spiritual journey. As Paul indicated, it is the threshold, the entrance to the road opening us to God. Just as John was the forerunner of Jesus, water baptism is the forerunner for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. For our little ones, baptism is something a little different. It is their parents who choose to bring them to Christ. 
they themselves need no renewal, but rather by their baptism, they are brought into the body of Christ, the church family, and they are children of God's kingdom. As they grow up, they are being prepared to receive the Holy Spirit when they are ready and they choose to complete their new life in Christ for themselves. So as I finish, may we take a moment to acknowledge our baptism from our hearts and remember all those we support, encourage and help on their journey with Christ. So in this moment of, of quiet, I'm going to just repeat our vows of baptism as we sit in the quiet. So we may prepare our hearts and be renewed in our promises for this year. First of all, we say, I hear God's call and come for baptism. And then we say, I renounce all evil. In faith, I turn to Christ, my way, my truth, my life. Let us, the baptized, affirm that we renounce evil and commit our lives to Christ. And what we do say, we will, no, we don't say it here. Um, we really said it in the first song that we sang, actually. So I might leave it at that, if you remember the first song. And just end with, glory be to God the Father, and to his Son, Jesus Christ the Lord, and to the Spirit, who dwells in our hearts both now and forever. Amen. Amen.